Hello, welcome. We are live. This is Australian Transformers Weekly, the one place where we're not here fans complaining because a new installment had only a $100 million opening weekend. I am Brad from Prime, and on tonight's episode, finally, Bumblebee movie. We have stills, we have trailers, we have... No, we have a trailer, and we have uh, the movie poster. All released this week. Possible more Insecticons on the way from the third-party front, and... We're not talking about that anymore. That was removed from run sheet. So all that and some not more of that coming up after this. <laughs> didn't didn't add that before we started. for a couple of weeks to paragons of professionalism that's the one that's the one we're uh we're here although i haven't been here for two weeks so this is going to be bad so yes hello i'm brad and joining me once again um as we've seen last week from adelaide the source of the no longer duracell battery duracell energizer max is this <laughs> save me <laughs> how long is this gonna happen for uh, yeah hello last week uh, Jason came down and helped out with the Adelaide Mega Toy Fair. So thank you for that. And also uh, thanks to Jackie Tran, who came down and helped out as well. Yes. Yeah. I was saying to the guys over the weekend, it's like you worry about, like, given how many shows we do down here, because like, I'm basically doing every single thing that comes up. You, you worry that you're going to reach a saturation point where you can't get any more interest in the club. But then... and. It does. It started to feel like that on the first day, but then you just had people keep on coming through and coming through, who had never, who were massive Transformers fans who'd never heard of it. And then, you know, we it, you did get the people who were already members, you know, some previously, and others who, like, got learnt about it through the conventions. But yeah, there was a lot of new interest, and it was a really successful weekend. That's it. Yeah, people come and go. We had one bloke join the, the group today that um seen. Jason and Mikey at Supernova last year in Sydney. And um, so I seen you guys and thought it was about time I signed up and hit our pretty much a year, year later, uh, signing up to the club. But um, up in the northern state, sunny Queensland, John. King of the north. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, how, how are you guys? Good well, to meet you. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is on. I should start spouting some ranger from the north come in and yeah. take my dominion. <laughs> my flatmate's watching, watching it at the moment. <laughs> my precious. <laughs> oh, with the ads, that's like a four and a half hour watch. <laughs> yeah. Yet I still watched uh, the two towers last week. <laughs> Idiots. Your life gone. Yeah. yeah. They're fairly... Uh, one thing, this is going to off topic, but one thing that was always good about those movies is that they don't feel three hours long. They don't. Like, I do actually love watching them. Like, yeah. When there's, when there's advertisements every 15 minutes that they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, I don't feel three hours long, unlike another movie franchise, which we may talk about very soon. Well, there's been a couple of weeks since we've all been on and... There's been a few movies out, so Max, please go on. Oh, I was, I was, alluding, I was segueing to Bumblebee. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, not doing couple... anything, I'm not doing anything remotely clever here. We've got a couple of things to do before then. Oh, yeah, right. 
like I said, not a, not anything remotely clever. Mm. Yeah. So what's been happening? I've I've been working overtime, which is before time, starting an hour or two hours early for work. So I've had half hours free starts all week. So I do apologise if I seem a little slow tonight because it's been a hell of a long week. And now shipping container. That was, you brought a shipping container. Yeah, twenty foot shipping container. Have you moved since I was up there last? No, nah, I'm gonna gonna level some land out in the front. It'll fit. It just fit. Oh, the front. That's all right because the back's a slope. So yeah, the, the back's <laughs> a cliff. But, uh, What's the shipping yeah. container for? Um, just because I'm paying storage for all my toy boxes and stuff like that, and I'm just sick of it. So I was like, I'll just buy a shipping container and put it out the front of the house. So then I've got constant storage for anything I need. That's fair. Well, that's it. Too green. You get a six. Uh, 20 footer no it was only 3700 brand new i only made this year january 2018 a 20 footer yeah 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 nice yeah Cheaper i only done my shreds and probably steadier hmm. and when you're ready to move throw the rest of your shit in there and <laughs> call well, the truck it. up for insurance you know like that's it if anything ever happens i don't need to move out i can just fit all literally all my shit would fit in it and then just yeah. call someone and go come pick it up plus you put a decent padlock on the front of it and <laughs> burglars aren't going to get into that no that's it they won't get in and i'm always like my room's basically just adjacent where it'll be sitting so i'll always be watching it anyway oh just got a notification from uh our queensland rep chris turner he's uh he's watching the podcast while doing his security patrol so stay safe chris hey, <laughs> we well, don't want you to, we don't want you to be stabbed in the back while you're uh on <laughs> keeping guard um Maybe they'll just join in and start watching as well. I'll just be <laughs> watching the Transformers podcast in the car park. Oh, you're at the front of some warehouse somewhere in Queensland. He's Chris with he's holding his iPhone out so some guy for Bella Club can watch it. Yeah. Is that is that the Transformers podcast? <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, all right. Well, if that's it, before we uh, do get to some Bumblebee discussion, we can go into uh, the bot shots for the week. Get your butt out. Get your butt out. Get your butt out, baby. Get your butt out. <laughs> uh, I hope that, hope that worked. Bot shots this week, once again, coming back and mentioning from before. Uh, yeah, speaking of the devil. <laughs> returning winner, Chris Turner. Um, second week on the trot where he's uh, Max. Phil in uni. Know what this bot is? Uh, oh, the um, Rampage from Masterline Creations. Hmm. Uh, feral Rex, is it? Uh, yeah. That, that was a, yeah. Feral Rex. So it's one yeah, of the Predacons. Like, Sonic, Chris, could you like stop because you make it a <laughs> habit of winning these? <laughs> uh, it's some it's some damn good photography. <laughs> I have sure like it, taking them like and actually putting them out in wherever that is. You know some. Massive plants. You know, it's it, it it looks really good and um makes for good photos. So you can see why he keeps on winning. Chris, I I propose a challenge to you. Take this bot out and put an exact same spot, exact same pose, but come back about two meters and just show us all the fact that it's just sitting beside your front steps of your house or something, and it's not you're not down in the Royal Botanical Gardens or something insane. You just Grabbing your figure, taking outside the back door on the steps or something, and just taking a photo. Maybe he is at the Royal Botanical Gardens. Well, look at 
yeah. his last week's winner, and that that foliage looks a lot familiar. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe that little patch of grass is like Chris's entire front yard <laughs> or backyard. <laughs> Uh, but even so, looking back, some of the last winners, like you don't have to go outrageous and sink your Legends Windblade into a fish tank or uh, put your Transformers in with rodents. <laughs> uh, but it, it does help. Yeah. So even like even like that one from Chris again, just putting a figure under a uh, have sometimes having a bit of a witty catchphrase to go along with it does help, but. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes just having a bot out or not having a bot at all. <laughs> oh, I still can't believe that one. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's bot shots for the week. Um, I'm going to get a prize sorted out for uh, this week for the monthly draw, and I'm going to start getting something organized for the end of year too, just so people have a uh, an idea of what we're going towards for the end of the year, just to... Uh, Try and get some new blood into the competition, and um, yeah, just shows what you uh, can win for the end of the year. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Moving on. Max, you and Jason talked last week, and we talked in previous weeks about how something from the Bumblebee film has got to come out apart from the title and uh, marketing and John Cena interviews. <laughs> but uh, first up, the uh, poster for the film was released. Um, yeah. It looks a little, I don't know, cliche, but looks cool. I like the... You know what I mean? I like the look of it, but I just don't know why they're just looking out to the ocean. Is is the ark out there? What? <laughs> like like but, I said, it's it's cliche. It's like two friends standing on a beach at sunset. It's like it's supposed to be like, yeah, this is a more heartfelt movie. And I mean, but they're not even holding hands. I know Bumblebee doesn't want to get cooties, but they could at least hold hands. I think, they're friends. He, I think he might kill her. <laughs> like make sound, you know, like that. Like, uh, like that sort of <laughs> uh, and of course, it's uh, it's got the title at the front. Every adventure has its beginning with uh, and the Bumblebee title and uh, Christmas at the bottom. Hasbro Paramount collaboration. I done a double take when I seen the clouds. I was thinking, oh wow, they're going to bring Unicron in this early, but uh, obviously, no, it's not. <laughs> um. Well, no, I think they left Unicron on the cliffhanger and are never going to touch him again. Mm. It was our first look at Bumblebee, and um, we got a big look at him again in the trail that followed, so I suppose we can push on to that. Um, I just got TFW, got some high-def screen caps from the uh, the trailer here, but I suppose general thoughts on the trailer itself. We've seen a couple of the transforming characters in the film, some of the acting from uh, the young actress, I really Leading. love that they still used Bernie Mac, his voiceover. Agreed. Yeah, it's this acknowledgement of the previous films. Yeah, no, that like, yeah, like I just loved that when I heard his voice. Because, like, he's passed away now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. Like, so I was like, I just loved it. Like, honestly, that was like a great tribute to him, I think. Like, My biggest problem with that is repeating. It just repeats, repeats, repeats the whole entire trailer. 
like if you do just the the magical bond between a man a, a boy in his car or a person in their car at the start that's fine but it just it goes through the entire trailer <laughs> of repeating it repeating the same line over and over again um again it's a teaser so fine i, I don't expect that to be in the in the final trailer at all yeah um it's got the sort of classic teaser formula where it gives you like a sort of general idea of a plot in a slow bit at the start, then a bit of text comes up and some fast paced cutting between action shots, then the title, mm. then an after title stinger. Like it's about, it's about as teaser as it gets. Yeah. Like, the reception to this trailer has been so much more positive than any of the previous movie trailers that i that i can um, never see like from the transformers fan base yeah i'm gonna say misguided praise because uh, so, um i was we, always excited for the bayverse ones whenever i saw the trailers and stuff but like, oh no, so was i but like a lot of people very much weren't whereas i really haven't seen basically any negative any serious negativity towards this from many transformers fans yeah um, i ain't coming coming out with the bernie mac stuff in this teaser sort of lets you know straight away that it's not a reboot it's not it's still part of the same universe um because there's a lot of i've seen a lot of comments thinking this is a, a full-on reboot of the franchise where this was in production and mostly filmed when the last night came out so it was it was originally transformers 6 until it was sort of rebranded bumblebee and we're going to sort of start again afresh but mm. that's why on a similar note I don't want to be like too jumping to conclusions and heaping praise on this thing early because it's got a new director, but literally every other person involved is the same as has been in previous movies. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Bay is producing, it's got the same writers, it's got all, you know, the same executives, all of that stuff. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's another had this movie but there is also still some concern yeah i having having someone else as director does not mean there's going to be a massive tone shift or anything like that like again as i said this was going to be transformers 6 so we're still carrying on the bayverse designs um even you look look at the design's definitely more faithful though but yeah but you look at Okay, you look at the last night, you look at Barricade and some of the Autobots in there where they took the exi- the Age of Extinction bots and sort of made the panels wrap around more. Um, they're yeah, not as segmented. Not, in the last night, you have stuff like Dragon Storm and basically... Yeah, well, let's not, let's not look at that. Massive shards and, like... Yeah. Mass panels sticking out of nowhere. So you've got... It's indiscernible which character is which, but between Bumblebee and the other guy in this trailer who we'll get to, yeah, like, it's just so clear and distinct, both like through the use of colour and mm. the shapes of the design, like Mr. Super character is. Mm. Yeah, I, I, as well. we're like, asking we're asking too much for him to have the straight up G1 design. No, of course um, not. Like but even then there's a lot of callbacks to the G1 design here mm. and it does seem very referential to that sort of mid IDW era Bumblebee, mm. which indicates to me, like as a few things in this trailer do, that Travis Knight does have some respect for this franchise, and 
what yeah, this franchise is beyond the Michael Bay movies. Mm. And let's not forget the best thing about the trailer at the very end. The All right. Trailer. Yeah, let's get into it. All right, let's get to it. Where's the photo? <laughs> oh. I wish it's I was so excited. As you I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're excited for it. Here's the thing. It doesn't look perfect yet, but it hasn't finished transforming. Hmm. Like, and stuff it's... is still coming into place. Like, this is yeah. Starscream. Right? Yeah. This, in the movie, this is going to look like Starscream. Yeah, and you should never, you should never really. It's six months away. It's an, it's the first trailer. The CG might not be finished yet. It, you can't really go into yeah. that sort of stuff. Like you can see the general idea of the mold or the model. Um, like, there's a lot to unpack just from this single shot. Like, I mean, for starters, you've obviously got that. This is a very G1 looking star screen. So. There's that, which I'm sure we can all get behind, you know, from the colors to, you know, the general body shape to, like, the, the um, vents on the side of his face, mm. you know. like Being a, being an F4 Phantom, though, instead of the the F14, it sort of, it, it, it sort of leans a bit to a bit more history before the 80s, where this is, um, takes place. This, with, there's this established thing of like bumblebee's been active on earth for a fair while and we do see him with what seems to be another alt mode in this trailer so this could be star well yeah before point. we before we get to that john you're a jet mode you're a jet fan <laughs> seeker mold yeah no like i like it but what i mean that's a good thought what you just had pinting out then max like that's you know you, you yeah. possibly could see him as an f15 later on i mean if he's not I'm fine. It doesn't matter that much. Like I quite yeah. like Phantoms, and I think it's a it's a good jet. Like you know, realistically, the like the bot mode is still going to be able, faithful to a seeker. Like it should be. Like he's yeah. still going to be able to get the wings behind him and stuff. Like looking oh, at yeah, that like... face. And just looking, looking at those mountains behind. Do you reckon that's Vietnam? I, was, I don't think you have that many pine trees in Vietnam. Like your movie's set in Southern California. So oh, okay. I don't know. Which is. Fairly similar climate to here. Yeah, things are coming, you know, up to the back there. So, like, I yeah. don't really... in in that shot where he transforms, they just full on flip around hmm. to change orientation. Which so, is like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna... a lot of the movements as this guy does, like with the nose cone, like flipping through the torso and panel splitting off. Like, it almost seems referential to you know MP11. Hmm. Yeah, and just the fact he's got a, a wing jet, a wing backpack, and the wings aren't his main body, um, like the, the the previous version. But and I think another thing to notice is the way the way that this thing shot, where it is, he's so obviously it's like it's it's his transformation sequence, but the way they've shot it with him flying through a forest with like this blurred background, mm. it sort of creates that sort of anime speed line effect. Mm. You know what I mean? Like where in Transformers shows and in other like giant robot shows, when a transformation happens, it'll often be like it'll just it'll just be the character model transforming, and it'll be these speed lines in the background. Mm. And so it seems to me like they're trying. He's sort of referencing that in this sequence here, which I, I, once I again shows that. a lot of respect for the franchise. Yeah, like when you when you actually see that, like watching the trailer and you you're seeing it all happen. Like I think it like it is a really well done shot. Like I can't wait to actually see that shot, the full shot in the movie. 
Well, and another effect of that is that it looks so so much better than most of the other transformation sequences that we've seen in the prior movies. Like, whereas it's just parts suck into the torso and then completely new parts come out. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. And it's completely unengaging. Whereas you look at this shot, you can see where everything's moving. And, and that's what I meant by when I said it's more like blackout, like it reminds me because blackout's the same. Like he, his transformation looked like that helicopter transforming into that robot. Well, yeah, it's, it's something that they lost in it, basically. Yeah. It's one of the only movie. transformations we've seen that the camera's got the robot, or got the alt mode in full frame, and then you see the entire transformation without turning rotating flipping explosion yeah. and other times you see it, it's like megatron in the last night where his wings just shrink and disappear <laughs> uh, yeah well the, the camera's static out the front of him he, he flies up on the camera and transforms in front of it or even um, better, age of extinction or whatever when the galvatron and that they just turn into like <laughs> dust yeah, that's, that's what you want to see as a transformers fan like that shows a real respect for franchise. Mm. <laughs> 680 million box office or whatever. But, hey, let's not complain. <laughs> Quantity over quality, hey? Um, I do love how his missiles are starting to come out of his forearm as well, like he's getting ready to shoot someone he's pursuing. I... Oh, I suppose we do see one shot later on in the trailer where uh, Bumblebee is running through the forest. That's yeah, right. I think yeah. it's like yeah. just before the shot with John Cena. Yeah, because you can see they're in the fight. There it is there. So maybe he's maybe he's flying up on Bumblebee. Yeah, it looks like it's sort of mountainous pine forest, you know. Yeah. I don't think they're going to jet set too much, but um, yeah, there's a lot of Bumblebee with his hands on his knee or hands on his thighs looking down. It just this reminds me of real steel something shocking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that necessarily a bad thing, though? Like, mm. d does this look any worse than the traditional movie Bumblebee design? No, this looks way better, I think. Yeah, because mm. that design could be a mess at times. Yeah. This but... is much more coherent and looks yeah. like what we know Transformers to look like. To a yeah. degree, it still is the same Bumblebee design, really, as Bayverse. It's just on a... Bumble it's just on a Volkswagen. Yeah. The headlights Ooh. are at the front, like it's the front of the car there. Like the doors are at the back. Like when you really think about it, it's the exact same. Yeah. It's just in a Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the overall size of Bumblebee is a little bit smaller because you've got the smaller alt mode. Um, a lot of stuff here, like the shoulders and the, the feet, and that you can see the same design um, skews as what you're going to see in the other five films when Bumblebee turns up there as well. So. Yeah. It's sort of. It's this whole thing of they're certainly saying, yeah, this is in the same continuity, but they don't seem afraid to really make it their own thing. And to... and he looks old too, like the metal, like it doesn't have that, you know, show like floor showroom look, like he's just come out brand new. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's stuff like, yeah, that could be distracting at times, like at the end of Dark of a Moon, like those final shots where. There's just this massive war going on, and then Bumblebee just walks up and he's shining. Yeah, yeah, like he's just <laughs> stuff. Like, you know. But that's always that's always been an issue. They've never had the computer power or the money to 
they make go ahead and make all the robot designs, but then can't damage them up, or they do damage up, but it never stays that way. Yeah, that's like, why we have. That's why we have transforming movies when cars get damaged, and then the next shot, <laughs> there's no damage again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like in um, Age of Extinction, right, where Prime starts a movie all beat up, and then hmm. it's like, oh, I scanned another truck. Now all that damage just transforms <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I suppose just briefly running through the trailer, we get um, it's Isabella, isn't it? I think the young actress um, riding a bike. Uh, Isabella was the uh, last movie. Oh, was it? Yeah, this is um, what's face Haley Steinfeld. Okay, her um, in, in a junkyard finds Bumblebee, takes him home. Um, tries to fix him. Something falls out from underneath it, and she goes, "Well, I'm going to go put that back." And gets on a crawler and gets underneath Bumblebee and finds a uh, dead robot face. Well, not a dead robot face, but a powerless robot face looking at just like the uh, toys. Callbacks. <laughs> the acknowledgement of Kibble is like again showing respect for a franchise. Yeah, yep. I liked that the face was under the air. Like I thought <laughs> it looked like an alien vehicle underneath, not just oh, this is a Volkswagen. <laughs> well, that's yeah, and that's that's one of the things that sort of hasn't really been explored a lot or talked about a lot in the other films is just the fact that when they transform. They transform completely back into cars. Like we see Bumblebee with his hood up in the first 07 film, where it's just a, a engine in there and just like where are the robot bits? <laughs> yeah, just from perspective of mass, it doesn't make sense. Like <laughs> you cannot have a Camaro turn into a robot and that robot be as tall as a building. Mm. And then you can't have The Last Night or Age of Extinction Optimus Prime have so few truck parts on not have a single truck part inside or anywhere else <laughs> I, I did used to agree with that and then unique toys somehow made a figure of it yeah well we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks time i can't wait so um but yeah he uh probably wakes up because someone's looking at him and uh transforms we get our first look first look at transformation and uh it's a cool shot, by the way. Like another awesome transformation sequence where she's looking up and there's always car parts moving around. Mm. And again, it's sort of it's it's probably one of the more bay shots of transformations here where you got that camera. It's it's new, it's something we haven't seen before where the perspective of the person, you're like you're pulling back on that person, and you're seeing the transformation around her. Um but it's sort of interesting seeing when Bumblebee does finally transform here. Uh, we've seen him in Sam's garage in Dark of the Moon, Revenge of the Fallen, and um, he's bent over. He can't stand up because he's twice the size. Where uh, here he can sort of stand up and just goes to that size more again. Yeah, and the thing yeah, of the like science, it. it's not just that it's more realistic. It's also mm. paying homage to what Bumblebee has previously been. Yeah. Like, you know, in G1 he would, and in uh, Animated, he was like, he he wouldn't be twice. He'd be like one and a half times as tall as your average adult human. Mm. No, it's good. I like that he's mainly little. But, you know. My precious. <laughs> God, my dog. God. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he just loves that face scrub. <laughs> Sam done it. He loved it when Sam done it, and that's probably why because the little girl done it to him before. <laughs> so. 
Easter, uh, we'll get to the talking at the end. But, uh, yeah, we've got a couple of scenes of them bonding, um, him running through the, the forest, getting shot at. The shape of um, Yeah, got the kids riding around him, not driving, bringing attention to the fact that no one's driving the car. Um, <laughs> that's that's going to get you arrested. <laughs> not so much the fact that you're probably underage. Um, they that's go for a bit of a swim. If yeah, if a shape of water is any indication, she's gonna have sex with Bumblebee. It's Ethel's Michael Bay directed, and, and the movie is gonna win an Oscar. Ethel's Michael Bay directed. This scene would probably go the wrong way, but uh, hey, at least it looks like she's underwater, not like the Hobbit. So, oh, Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, they uh, end up on the beach, have a bit of a beach party. Swim, so it's okay. We'll get out of there. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't have to breathe. Like yeah. it looks like a suspenseful scene. It's like she dives in to save him, and it's like, and it's like I'm fine. Oh, what the hell are you the doing? Point of that? You can't lift up a car. <laughs> yeah. And also, the car doesn't need to breathe. I can't hear a word you're saying. It's just <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just, like maybe there's nothing wrong, like bad with that scene. <laughs> Spoiler alert! This is where we get depth charge, not depth charge, sea spray. <laughs> Out of mind, fuck. Well, it seems like there's going to be a decent robot cast in this movie. Well, we like, there's one, there's definitely one, maybe two that we have not seen yet in this trailer. Um, yeah, but there's so we we know B and Starscream, or maybe Ramjet, because some people who are at test screenings are saying that that guy is Ramjet. Which uh, don't do that. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um. But then there's multiple. There was like a um, a car that looks suspiciously like Prime Cliff Jumper, seen on set, and uh, both Peter Cullen and Jess Harnell are listed in the cast as playing Prime, Prime and Barricade. Yeah, I think pretty much it's all but confirmed that Barricade's in it, and Barricade is probably that um. That cooter, but we haven't seen it here. Um, Barricade is John Cena. <laughs> He's a pretender. <laughs> Prime couldn't be the same universe, could it? Because Prime arrives in the first Bayverse movie. Oh, it's going to be a I transmission. Mean, it could just come and go. Or... Yeah, it'll be a transmission to say, even... <sighs> yeah, it'd, be like a, it'd be like a short prequel scene, or, you know, oh. maybe he, he's like... Yeah, Bumblebee, Megatron's on this planet. I need you to find him, but I need to go finish the war. You know, something like that. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Think Rogue One. At the very end of the movie, we see Bumblebee <laughs> driving down the road in his Volkswagen mode, and he's sending a message through the radio to Prime to say, I've located the boy, and he pulls into Bernie Mac's garage, and we see the old man and Sam Witwicky pull up in the we can get Porsche. There, but- CGI young Shia LaBeouf. No, they could just reuse the footage from that film. I thought you were going to say CGI Bernie Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's dressed. He's dressed. Was directing, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, he's dressed. Like Star Wars, isn't that, you know? He's dressed in his Ocean 12 or Ocean 11 <laughs> costume. Like, that's the wrong film, guys. <laughs> what are you doing? But, um, yeah, we see uh, a bit of an old location with um, John Cena, who you all. Muscle headed up in his 
Sector 7 uniform. So, again, we're bringing Sector 7 back. As, I mean, um, if that was Ramjet, that would work pretty well. Okay. Well, it also is not an F-15, so... Yeah, I, mean, I guess like, Ramjet is also an F-15. Ramjet, the F-4 it's a different works. Bombs on the wings. Hmm. Yeah. Back I mean, wings look, as well, like, with the front nose, like... If it is Ramjet, like some people were saying, like, does it matter? No, well, no. because Ranjet doesn't always have the cone head, and he's got the same colours. No, that's what I'm saying. It'd be cool if it's Ramjet. Like, I'd, yeah, well, I'd, I'd be down for that. Like, it'd be more, a more obscure character to make the villain of your movie, which could be. But cool. they haven't confirmed Starscream, so unfortunately, you know. Like, have they? Um, yeah, like, I, I thought they had. Like, I've been. I don't. They never confirmed Starscream. It was like some people at one test screening said Starscream was in it. And then some people at another test screening said Ramjet was in it. Now that's that's dangerous because everyone's looking at this and saying Starscream. If Paramount's watching social media and seeing oh everyone's oh wow Starscream he looks awesome and they're thinking why are they thinking Starscream it's Ramjet I'll be doing changing subtitles of Transformers speaking to each other or whatever to make that Starscream and not Ramjet in the final film um, because I re- I reckon that would turn a lot of people off. I don't. Or- Better yet, they could have multiple seekers in the movie. Which <laughs> there's some old. Yeah. Just paint one white, paint one black. It, it's not like they haven't reused CGI models before. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Like yep. the, for instance, the entire third act of Age of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's not he's not a cone head, which okay. Um, but he's definitely got a cone chin. So yeah, but let's be honest, cone heads would look pretty silly in a movie. I think. <laughs> <laughs> much as I love Coneheads, like, you know. Like, he also isn't hasn't always been a Conehead, like, in all media. He knows, like, Cone of a Jet actually is. Hmm. Well, then... How big their head would have to be. Yeah, and the G1, the G1 toy, the, you could fold that nose cone down anyway, so... Maybe yeah. he just, like, pulls it out of a bag and wears it like a hat. <laughs> like a wizard's <laughs> <laughs> he prepares for battle. He lands beside Bumblebee. Just pulls the cone out from behind yeah, his, behind his wings. Sea helmet. He's just got the, the, the top of the jet. And puts it down with two little eyepieces or something. It's like he, he can't get anyone to listen to him. So like he puts his hat on. He says, "Right, this means I'm in charge now." <laughs> oh my god, I'd love it. <laughs> Would you lose your shit? <laughs> I would probably lose myself in the cinema last time. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's a bit of a bit of an altercation. Um, we see Starscream fly through the uh, treetops and transform, and um, a bit more of a touching moment between B and the young girl, and uh, some a battle ensues, and he reveals his bumblebee battle mask. <laughs> um, I like sort that of... sort of B I type aesthetic there. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That's <laughs> yeah. virus. Um, yeah, the virus has turned from just opening websites to opening pop-ups. Uh, <laughs> I do apologise. Um, it's it's very Age of Extinction where he had the stinger. They yeah, it's not that as much stinger. sort of panels and stuff. Like it looks like one solid piece. Yeah, yeah. Well, the stinger was four eyes, not two. There was there was two separate. Yeah. Um, glass bits on either side, so the sort of honeycomb pattern looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, eh? oh. yep. 
what's and he's chained being chained up or something here looks like oh it's like he's been it's like a harpoon yeah yeah which would make sense because there's a scene later where he's fighting the dock so mm. maybe it's from that yeah so what i'm trying to figure out like see the little stamp on his head looks like there's like txt or something the autobot stamp is it that like, oh yeah see i see yeah just because it's cut off like yeah guys but it's not red at least in the in the further films he's got the he's got more of the um i don't even know what you call that the, the middle horn yeah just get replay labels yeah yep but um yeah has a bit of a fight and um and then we get a cut to uh this which seems to be an early model jeep alt mode i start hoping they make a figure of that yeah well they said it seemed for ages like they were going to do the world war ii style bumblebee from the last night so maybe it was like an early leak of this maybe that's how he come maybe that's an inciting incident or the start of the film because he's definitely standing in front of a hummer here and the hummer's gulf war early 90s late 80s so it's sort of this would only lead me to believe this is after the film and not before it yeah well maybe this is like he arrives on earth accidentally you know busts up some military stuff so he has to hide and he switch and to hide he switches from this alt mode to the beetle mm. well yeah this is him arriving in either afghanistan or the states after world war Two. Yeah. maybe i don't know but then why go beetle <laughs> yeah, i like that mode though a lot more like that's how i sort of wish you know like it's Got a bit of rounding, but like panels like look flat as well and stuff. It's more recognizable as a car. Mm. Well, no, he's Bumblebee. Well, you definitely see the Volkswagen parts in his Bumblebee mode, in his car mode. So, yeah, this looks a bit more menacing. This one, like, yeah, yeah this, this looks more Michael Bay. <laughs> and sort of, it looks, it looks less of what he looks like <laughs> later. Like you don't have the same cod piece, the same waist. You haven't got those like those pistons in his waist for his abs and all that stuff. You still get in the Volkswagen mode. So, um, but then you had all that crap in the World War Two mode. So I don't know. Speculation. He could almost be a Constructicon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get this and uh, the Bumblebee title, and um, then we get the final little scene where uh, he's in the garage and uh he can't talk and um the young lady decides to pull out a mixtape of her own and uh put in his cassette player and he's not having one bit of it and shoots it across the uh garage <laughs> at mac 2 <laughs> never gonna give you up never gonna let you down that's the song that it is i'm glad he disliked it as much as i did <laughs> it's like you know you know that really Sort of cringeworthy scene in Pacific Rim Two, where they oh the whole play... film. <laughs> I don't mind the whole film where they like okay. play this like meme song, and it's like, "Hey guys, do you recognize the internet?" This is like the this is like the anti that. We're <laughs> just taking the piss. Also, I love well... the look on her face at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, after she shoots at him. <laughs> like, dude, I thought we were having a moment. That was my tape. 
<laughs> do you know how long it took me to record that? <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the Bumblebee trailer, initial for initial trailer. So I think for the most part, we're excited to see it. Yeah, like that Star Scream design alone has sold me on the movie. Anything else is a bonus. <laughs> Stop saying Star Scream. <laughs> that Seeker mold. <laughs> a, a Seeker, the ambiguous Seeker who might not even speak in the movie, yeah. has sold me on it. Because we have seen Starscream in the films. We haven't seen any other Seekers. Well, yeah. Maybe it's Jetfire. I mean, they could just be going for, like, all the Seekers look different. Like, if this is Ramjet, you know, and then we've got Starscream, and then who's what we've seen him before, and then Thundercracker is that weird bug-eyed thing. Mm. We'll see. We've... um. We must be only a couple of weeks off Comic Con, so I'm guessing this, or we might get something new for Comic Con. Comic Con is five weeks away, I think. It's next month. Hmm. So that's all right. No. Up on it. Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be some more come out, like by uh, probably by August or September. We'll start getting some TV spots as well. I mean, we'll have Tokyo Toy Fair this weekend, and there's usually reveals there. Oh, let's fingers crossed for figures. Well, I mean, we know that they're showing the new MP Prime this weekend. <laughs> Do we? Yeah, but they said in the magazine, like they put out a teaser and they said, like, we'll show is... you, you'll see more at Tokyo Toy Fair or something like that. Isn't that just the gold one, though? No, because they had the gold one, which we already knew was coming. And then next to it, they had a couple of images of a clearly a very different masterpiece prime mm. and he said yeah like it'll be at tokyo toy fair mm. yeah all right well two things we have seen at tokyo toy fair and have been released so far because uh, that is on this week is uh mp36 plus or mp36 give us more money and mp29 give us more money which is the uh toy version of masterpiece megatron and the toy version, yeah, toy version of Sound Shockwave. John, you're a, you're a designated Decepticon disciple. Yeah, no, I, I really like this Megatron. Eh? Like, I'll I'll definitely get it. It's mm. with less grey. I feel like if they went for the, it's the same deal as we were talking about last week on the show. That new gold plated Prime, where instead of being all chrome gold, it's like chrome gold with then just some flat gold plastic and then it's the same thing here where instead of being all chrome silver it's like chrome silver with flat gray plastic as well that's not gray though that's like a brownie yeah that's like brown yeah yeah i haven't got i should have grabbed g1 megatron um what i forget when you look at the other pictures like if you scroll down there's one of the pictures with the the head cannon like over his head can Oh yeah, the... <laughs> yeah. Can the normal one do that as well? Yeah, he G- can. G one can. But like, it's in the instructions. Can, it's it? an advertised feature. I just don't know why. Because he's wanting to be locked down. <laughs> he's the first lockdown. <laughs> oh, I just I love the like the red on the inside of the legs and the yeah. the red yeah, on the inside yeah. of the arms. It just speaks G one so much. And yeah. red coloration on Megatron is something that often gets forgotten about. Like. It's sort of like his secondary color that often gets left out, or is and that that is really fantastic. Hmm. Oh, 
I'll yeah, just... like I still like my normal MP36 for robot mode, like because I I quite like you know the cartoon look, but that yeah just looks so good to have oh. as the pistol. Well, give it a little bit, you'll have a cartoon prime to go with it. But the, yeah. the um, I at conventions I show my masterpiece stuff with my G1 stuff, and MP36 doesn't look good with MP the first the G1 Megatron. It just doesn't. Mm. At least the third party ones have at least kept it silver. But this is. This is a definite buy for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this. If you thought the original MP36 had issues with paint chipping... Oh. Then... <laughs> Mine doesn't have any problems, honestly. Is yours oh, real or well, third party? Mine's real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, now I uh, hate you. But then one thing that's not displayed here is the accessory count. Like, that's... Okay, that doesn't suit. I think it, it's, it's all the... It's, like, the standard gun attachments and what have you. Um, with the toy head... I mean, no, the toy face. Um, but he doesn't have, like, the clone control helmet, like, the key to Vector Sigma. He shouldn't um, have the, the damaged part, the damaged chest and that as I well. Or the, the none face. of the cartoon-specific accessories are coming with this. There shouldn't be any different faces either. I don't think you'll come with anything. Oh, Decepticon buttocks of justice. This would know look better with MP1 because MP1 looks more of a G1 Prime than MP10, like toy-wise. Toy yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might be able to get uh, oversized knockoff of this as well. Well, yeah, the size is going to be a different one, but um, we've got... Shockwave as well in his uh deeper purple colors. I mean, I do prefer this color, but I can't be bothered selling my Shockwave to buy this one, <laughs> especially when there's probably going to be a flood of others that want to do exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah well, it's just it's a shame because I can get two, you know, mm. like one. the original MP Shockwave, the mold itself is so clearly based on the toy, yeah, but then they put it but in that's... cartoon colors. But that's it. Make make the masterpiece figures the toy versions, and if you want to do pluses, make the pluses the cartoon versions. Yeah. Or the, Keep going. What you originally done? Together. They're like it's is a sort of inconsistency with it. They all look G one, but it's a different take on G one. Oh yeah, it's as inconsistent as a Star Wars movie, and we're getting enough of them. Yeah, that's sort of why I ended up selling, like just keeping the few that I want now. Like, you know, instead of getting every single number, like, because they're just, they're just going crazy, not doing things properly. Mm. It's, yeah, it's just pumping shit out for pure profit. There's no, someone, someone's left there recently that's just not, that was keeping things in check. check and now it's just, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks good. I've got, if if anything, I'd sell Quake Wave to get this version just because that darker color. But I just still that mold just shits me to tears. I, I can't stand it. I, I mean, thing. I do love that thing, but just like even just um, you know, taking it to the convention at, on the weekend, taking it off the shelf, putting it back on the shelf, and trying to pose it on the table, it does have some serious issues. Like your masterpiece one. Yeah, like yeah, as as I yeah. love it. There's stuff like the way the legs work, they transform incredibly. Yeah. But in robot mode, they're complete shit. 
Yeah, it's good to see that Takara is still doing an absolute horrible job of transforming their figures. Like that, that's that's the the loopy loopy caterpillar right there. <laughs> How hard would it have been to like not bend the elbow? Yeah, put the even the even the the um, flash press is not pushed on properly. It should be over it's the like, end of that purple bit. You designed these things. Just Look at it. Make it's, got, it's got a dog leg in the arms. <laughs> yeah. But and that's that, and then that just shows how much of a hypocrite I am because here I was saying how much I want that Megatron to go with um, my G one, my G one Megatron. Yet this, the G one um, Shockwave has those spindly little chicken legs. But yeah, I just don't like that look. <laughs> Damn it. I still really like this shockwave mold. Like it's still one of my like I, I love it. Like, mm. but I just yeah, oh. I'm not going to sell the cartoon one to get this one. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, the the tricks for that thing pulls in the transformation, are unlike anything else. Mm. Going into news in brief quickly. Um, pop culture would the uh, Max, you and Jason talked about this last week. Well, we got um pre-order price and all that uh for this g1 optimus prime statue from pop culture shock uh not anywhere near the uh height of prime one studios or free a um it's on special now for 20 percent off for 160 i really don't like any statues that don't have both feet on the ground <laughs> Well, you worry about them, like just sort of slowly tipping over and flexing the plastic. Yeah, or just you know, if it does fall and break, you know, like if it just, or you could bump it. Like if it's if it's plastic, that's alright. But if it's porcelain or something, yeah, like let's see what we got here. So easily yeah. hit and like it just, you know what I mean, will snap off. Yeah, I, I do get what you mean. Like, yeah, just, I just, yeah, if it's going to be a... Well, even polystone, I've heard horror stories of people with um, collecting the polystone Star Trek Enterprise um, ships, I yeah. suppose you would say. Um, and just because the, the, the cells have got such thin um, struts on the back of them and just having them slowly sag over the years because of heat Making or... Making anything like that out of stone just... Like I mean, it's, I know I know it's polystone, but like that sort of material mm. it just doesn't make sense. Like you know, there's this toy company Mezco, who everyone's been gushing over because their one twelve scale figures better be really pushing boundaries. And then they said, "Yeah, we're making a dark side." By the way, he's made of polystone, and, I'm like, <laughs> and everyone's just like, "Why would you make an action figure out of that? If you move it, it will break." Mm. Oh, no. I don't like Mezco at all. A lot of people really do, but yeah, and I, I thought they all looked really good, but really making hard. a figure out of polystone is just the stupidest decision I can imagine. I hate them for the reason everyone else likes them. To me, that's just stupid. Well, we don't have build materials on this one. It's about 10 inches tall, so that's a decent size. It's, it's larger than your masterpiece figures. Well, I suppose it wasn't too long ago. Wasn't Mass Toys? Who did the the big Optimus Prime, the fifty-two inch one or something that didn't transform? Oh, it was like the Mega Actions. Yeah, Mega Action series or something. Yeah, people yeah. were fine to get that, even though it was a it was a posable 
figure, wasn't it? It's part yeah, of, it was yeah, really yeah, like half posable. I was yeah. going to get it if PC ever delivered it. Unfortunately, I didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, yeah, I was, I was going to get one in Malaysia, and then realised, mm. oh, this is the same size as literally my entire suitcase. Did the Megatron come out? Awesome. Uh, I think he's just released. Oh, okay. All right. We'll see some photos of that then. Um, yeah. So this is nowhere near the size, or a lot smaller, but the same price. So um, I love the cell shade, and I love how it's sort of taking that G1 Prime cartoon look, you know, like his abs twisted here where he's in his running mode. Um, I think it's a good-looking statue. I just wish it was photographed without the background so you could actually see it because this looks like it's just a CG render or something. It doesn't look like the actual statue. Which... I think this is the actual statue. I know. Like I'm sure just... I'm sure it is, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like a cel-shaded drawing. <laughs> yeah, which I suppose is a good thing. On the other hand, it sort of makes it hard to gauge how it's going to look in hand. Mm. And that, yeah, that's it. I know that yeah, that head is probably the biggest drawback for me because it really looks like a drawing. <laughs> I mean, I suppose they've achieved their goal. It, yeah, it looks like it's from the eighties cartoon. As for whether or not that's necessarily a good thing, that's mm. up to your personal tastes. Yeah, and as Jason said the last couple of weeks on the on the show and on uh, Twitter, yes, I'll I'll commend these statues all the time and never buy them. Or yeah, I do buy some statues from other line, other series. But I think I might. Uh, this might be my first Transformers statue. Pop, pop the cherry. I, mean, I I I like it. I like it enough to to pay one hundred and sixty bucks. Oh, oh, wait, that's probably US. And I was still trying to figure out if it says, because it says $159 with 20% off on pre-order. So does that mean that's so be... 20% off or do you get 20% off on top of that $159? I'd say off on top of that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's one... You just wait till pre-order listings hit and then you'll be able to gauge it. But then even like, that's the thing... It's not due until this time, between this time and August next year. Like, That's there's the customs. Mm. See, so he's all all the shots. He's definitely in, stuck in that run pose, where you can change. Must be able to change the hand out or an arm out to uh, have the axe or the gun. Yeah, it's set up the top. What um, the swapped out parts were. Yeah. Oh yeah, swap out right arm blaster. Swap out right arm with energy axe. Certificate of authenticity. What to say? It's a licensed Hasbro figure. No, yeah, because see, like it there, it's saying paints like Let Customs, like Let Customs Toys. He's a customized painter. So okay. All hand painted. Like there's going to be a certain amount. I wonder how much that adds to the title. Hmm. Anyway, I'm I'm interested in this, so we'll see what happens in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Done that one. Um, going on to third party quickly. Uh, make toys has got uh, a prototype out for their cross dimensions Galvatron. I'm not even going to call it by its third party name because it's Galvatron. Their own take on Galvatron, clearly a 3D printed product. Um, Max, you're saying this isn't necessarily a comic character, just their own take on the uh, G1 style, which 
It's probably as far as the G1 style you can get for <laughs> the clawed head or crown. But uh, yeah, we got Galvatron here. Well, it's just yeah. a retake on like G1 characters, but not like G1 style. Like, because their Megatron was like a double barreled sort of hand shotgun. Mm. Yeah, yeah triple changer. I've always seen these as like the 3A slash Play Arts Kai of third party Transformers. Mm. Like, they're not trying to be accurate yeah, they're just being like yeah like we have stylized. this base character we're gonna make a cool figure of it yeah like highly stylized sort of figure yeah and this certainly fits a bill in that regard uh i don't think they've missed the mark on any of their releases so far um that's definitely one hell of a gun arm <laughs> you know i do remember the megatron and the optimus prime were very nice figures like they, all, they had really good playability with them like you could do some really cool poses okay. and stuff yeah, they're, like, they're really cleverly engineered, and the posability is beyond anything else that you yeah. can buy in Transformers. By far. Mm. You know, this guy seems to be in the same sort of vein, you know, really stylized, like a lot of detail on him, but in all that posability, you know, like he's clearly got massive ankle tilts, ab crunch, you know, double jointed elbows for works. His head still looks a bit more Megatron-like to me, though. Yeah, it's sort of, it does seem to be referencing early IDW Galvatron just a little bit. Hmm. Like, in terms of at least the upper body design, like in the torso, shoulders, and head. But... Mm. Yeah, there's not there's not a lot of Galvatron, I see. Till you get to that shitty <laughs> alt mode, which uh, would be more... Um... More Titans Return. I mean, it is. I mean, it like is. it's yeah, it's a Galvatron alt mode, so it's it's always going to be weaker. Mm. I feel like, and in in this case, you can give it a little bit of a benefit of the doubt since it's a resin prototype. Mm. Um, but in the end, like, but Cross Dimension does have generally good alt modes, but. Most people just buy them for the robot modes in that they're like just really poseable versions of these characters. And I think yeah. this will certainly achieve that. And yeah, I mean, well, that canon looks better than the G1 version of the canon. Like, you know, yeah. alt mode. So, like, if I was to have one, <laughs> that looks better. I like with the canon that it's sort of the base of it, you know, uh, the the main section does seem to be just straight up a G1 cannon, but then mm. to stylize it, they've just added, you know, all this extra armor plating on top. Yeah. So, nice yep. approach to do it, doing that. Yeah. So I'm sure we're going to return to this in a couple of weeks' time with uh, some color prototype images and maybe maybe a grand pound pose or two. <sighs> we'll see how those knees hold out. Won't we, Deadpool? I reckon they'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, this is going to be very quick. We um, Dex Nine have released a prototype image of a bug. I like <laughs> what they said up there, though. They said also, "What uh, take this with a grain of salt." Uh, some comments also indicate this could just be an accessory for Dex Nine Attila G One Mentor, specifically the lightning bug scene in the classic episode Cosmic Rust. Yep, yep, that's a possibility. Yep, yeah. it it does seem to have a lot of moving parts for. Like in a leg, accessory. at least for accessory. But <laughs> yeah. also the head seems completely static. 
Yep. Um, I, I feel like it could certainly be a barrage, and then they've just added in a gimmick of his wings actually able to fold up. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I suppose we'll see. Yeah, we'll give it a couple of weeks. We'll see what uh, what happens out of that. New acquisitions. John, been a couple of weeks, and if I knew. No, not, I mean, not Transformer-wise, but I, I buy heaps of other stuff. <laughs> My table at the moment's just filled with all, all new Jesus. stuff. Is that MP10 then? Oh, yeah, that's, no, that's MP1. He's going back in the cabinet. I was going to say, that looks really big. And that's MP5? Yeah, MP5. Wow. Just getting ready to go, and the two light welds in there as well. But, yep. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> just put yeah the them in the glass cabinet with um G one their G one figures as well so like the MP one then the G one Optimus Prime and then the world's smallest and then MP five and then G one and then the world's smallest and then MP ten and and, and MP thirty six are back in the back in the shelves like behind me yeah well like, even even that's another comparison too with that MP thirty six plus um having having the g1 megatron and then then having the world's smallest megatron because i'm guessing it transforms almost identical to the original g1 version yeah it is it's basically yeah so i don't don't actually like to transform it though because oh i don't that's all right you don't have to do it (laughs) it is literally like legit like the g1 one like it's just yeah happy little legs and (laughs) yeah so yeah, if I was if I was gonna have those two on display, then I'd have the MP5 on display with them because MP36 does not fit in that evolution at all. But um, yeah. that's why I did it, like, because I still like this, like, as the gun. Oh, that's it's it's, it's, it's a better gun mode of an MP36. It's the best it's Megatron gun mode we have ever got since G1. Especially when you put the sniper accessory kit on that, that thing is massive, and you will go to jail for having it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that third-party accessory. Yeah, oh, I haven't even looked in a long time since I sold mine. That has to be ridiculous prices on eBay now, surely. Hmm. But yeah, I'm I still don't... trying to find Blackout. Like, if I can find him that new Masterpiece series in the store, I'll definitely buy that. The Gold Coast. Oh, the uh, Studio Series one. Yeah, the new studio series. I might uh, message you later. <laughs> Deals are going to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Max, what's uh, what's happening over Yondi? What's uh, down there? You found anything yet? Uh, yeah, so it's continuing sort of saga of every few months, I like to gush about an MMC figure. And so this is their Colossus, which is their take on... IDW's Thunder Clash. Uh, he, he is a redeco, or well, not a, a heavy retool of their Tarn, which was probably their best figure. Uh, and I, I wouldn't say this is quite up to the same standard, just because in order to retool it this heavily, he has to do some stuff. Like he does more parts forming and he's got a fair chunk of kibble. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, he's a really excellent figure like thunder clash you know it's sort of one of those piss-taking characters where he's like you know your ace rimmer type you know very <laughs> it looks solid as you're holding it like it doesn't yeah, yeah oh, it's, nothing's it's swapping. MMC, so he's yeah. you know he holds together well yeah um you know he's got a sort of hero proportions where you know the 
tiny torso, massive limbs and everything. You know, transformation isn't quite as smooth as on Coltor, but it's still based on that transformation, so it's really well done. Yeah. And then uh, Poe's ability is just as good as on Coltor. You know, he still retains a massive ankle tilts and ab crunch and all that good stuff. Nice. The colors are, you know, of course it's fun to clash, so they're ridiculous, but that's kind of why people love the character. So yeah, yeah like just... shows, as soon as you pulled him out, I was thinking, yeah, that, that looks like Thunder Clash's colors. But... Mm. Yeah, it's a good, it's good spray of colors across the bot too. Yeah, like it's it's an MMC release, so ultimately it's going to have a few issues here and there, but it's going to be an incredibly solid figure, mm. and uh, I don't think you can really go wrong. Nice. Brad, what about you? <laughs> oh, this is about two weeks late, but uh, I'm not going to say a lot. I'm just going to let my friend do the talking. So I'll move him over here like this. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> uh, was. Yeah, well, from all my hate of the figure, I am uh, I have nothing to say. So moving on to the outro. <laughs> Oh, for those listening, it's a... Is there on the camera? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, uh, yeah, for those listening, it is a a variant of MP36. It's the uh, one of the KO ones. John, what one is it? That's just... Yeah, that's... That's just a really good KO. I'm not sure of the brand, though. Yeah. (laughs) Did it come in the same box? Yeah, like, it comes like it looks almost legit, like... All the accessories, everything that comes with, there's, oh, there's been no KO, no yeah. damaged stuff. Like, there was no way I was going to pay $300 for this piece of shit. And I've got a KO one for 140 so happy. <laughs> I'd have messed about with that model with KO on the weekend, and it's better than the original one. Yeah, like, I was legit shocked at it going, this isn't a KO. I'm like, this is like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've... I've now sold my MP36 in order to go and buy a knockoff. Mm. If they, um, I'm, I don't want to hold out and wait to hope that they do the same thing with that toy accurate MP36, but I'm hoping something's announced that, uh, if it's just a simple bit of a color change and a new face or head, then I'll be, I'll be going for that. And this one, yeah, I, I think I'll want the actual Takara release for that one because it is it is official and it is the G like that G one recolor. So when you've got the actual G one, that's the actual new one where it's not a K you know what I mean? In my opinion, just <laughs> when I've got a the track, you know, then it's just a KO and a G one. Yeah, but I'll probably never sell it when I've got to lug it around to conventions. I'm much happier having people pick up, oh, this is Megatron <laughs> KO one instead of a three hundred dollar plus. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because you you watch, they'll have it'll have half the accessories or under half the accessories, and I won't have any. It'll just be yeah, up. and it'll be the same goddamn price because that's what they do. It'd be like the secret. Look at you, Delta Magnus. <laughs> yep, yep. You don't get a stand. You don't get nothing. <laughs> no. Coming up at the end of the month for Comic Con Melbourne, we have got the uh, TCA Melbourne Comic Con meetup meet and greet down there check out the group for that um christopher is running that down there i think simon might get along to that as well i'll see what i'm doing i might have to rough it to get down there but uh might try and get down as well um 
so that's it thanks for listening and uh watching along on the live record looks like it's just chris turner <laughs> good evening sir good Hi, luck chris. tonight stay safe <laughs> farewell chris don't get shot <laughs> or run, over, run over by a taxi driver <laughs> uh on a normal day yeah yeah so uh yeah all the stories we talked about and more is in the run sheet and it can be found on the uh transformers australian transformers weekly facebook page and um that does get shared to the facebook group as well and uh everything you can find everything about uh strange transformers Clex club australia at uh transformerscca.com so um that's us for tonight thank you john for joining us no welcome back i think we've both been away as long as each other i haven't been <laughs> on for two weeks so. <laughs> uh i suffered from a food coma last week and that uh put me out for the night yeah, my, my room was, this room was filled with boxes and crap. I wouldn't have been able to get to the computer. <laughs> Ready-made computer stand. <laughs> Max, thank you, sir. Thank you. And we'll be back next week to talk more about Transformers. Good night, yeah, guys. Hopefully get some Tokyo Toy Fair stuff to talk about. Yes. Yep. We might have some new and a lot of old news to discuss next week. <laughs> uh, but until then, see you guys. Catch you later. Transform and roll out. <laughs>